If you're over 40, I want to offer you a personal recommendation. Add nitric oxide support to your daily health regimen. You've heard me talk about nitric oxide before. It has a critical impact on the health of your circulatory system, which is critical cardiovascular, cognitive, and even sexual health. We're all born with the ability to make adequate levels of nitric oxide, but as we age, our production goes down and the efficiency of our body's critical systems are affected. To address my own levels and the levels of my patients, I use Berkeley Life's Nitric Oxide Support Supplement. Berkeley Life's Easy 2 Capsule Daily Regimen offers a consistent dose of dietary nitrates, the key ingredient that our bodies need to regain healthy levels of nitric oxide. If you're over 40 or treating blood pressure or erectile dysfunction, I suggest you add Berkeley Life to your routine. You can access Berkeley Life by going to berkeleylife.com slash Hoffman and use coupon code Hoffman for a special on Berkeley Life's nitric oxide support products and enjoy the boost in nitric oxide that I and my patients all enjoy. Again, that's berkeleylife.com slash Hoffman and use code Hoffman for special access to Berkeley Life. Welcome back to today's Intelligent Medicine Podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Ronald Hoffman. And because there's so much health news, uh, I wanted to jump into this story briefly before we uh, continue answering questions. Radio program at AOL.com, the destination for questions. We thank you. We still have a lot of questions to go through. But, all right, uh, another controversy in the field of nutrition is it's about fish oil. Now, we know that for so long, fish oil was touted as heart-healthy. Yeah. Uh, Eskimos have virtually no heart yeah. problems. They practically subsist on fish oil, blubber that's rich in omega-3. So that mm-hmm. was the beginning of the omega-3 of the fish oil hypothesis, heart health. Right. And then, you know, we would all quaff in fish oil and, you know, taking it for preventive purposes. And mm-hmm. uh, then there were some studies that kind of, yeah, they, they sort of questioned the efficacy of fish oil. Um, you know, some studies where they gave people a fish oil pill and, you know, over two, three years later, there wasn't any difference in cardiovascular outcomes. And sometimes they used an improper placebo like olive oil. Ah. So you give like an olive oil placebo and you give a fish oil placebo and there isn't But they're both difference. heart healthy. No, they're both heart healthy. You I can't compare. That is yeah. a classic mistake. Yes. You know, wrong placebo, mm-hmm. wrong dose, short duration of studies. Mm-hmm. But anyway, along comes big company. Uh, Ameren Pharmaceuticals, they come up with a purified EPA product that's patented and expensive. Yeah. And they do the research and they show a whopping 30% reduction in cardiovascular risk mm-hmm. by taking their proprietary fish oil. At the same time, uh, the fish oil capsule, you know, health food store variety, disappointing results. So, uh, what the pharmaceutical industry would like you to believe is, well, don't take that junk that you get in a health food store. Take our purified pharmaceutical-grade mm-hmm. fish oil because that's the real stuff and harness mm-hmm. the benefits of EPA. The product's yeah. called Vasipa. And doctors are now prescribing it. And the stock has gone up astronomically. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, circling back, mm-hmm. there's an article in today's Science Daily. Mm-hmm. Omega-3 fish oil supplements linked with lower cardiovascular disease risk. Now, this wasn't Vasipa. This was supplements. Mm-hmm. People received omega-3 fish oil supplements in, a, in randomized clinical trials had lower risk of heart attack and other cardiovascular disease events compared to those who were given placebo. This is a meta-analysis from Harvard's T.H. Chan School of Public Health and Brigham and Women's Hospital. Um, 
Researchers found an association between daily omega-3 supplementation and reduced risk of most cardiovascular disease outcome. So finally, this kind of solves this conundrum because how could it be that fish oil is like nothing? I mean, the supplements do nothing, but the purified EPA, the pharmaceutical grade, yeah, yeah. is the bomb? Mm-hmm. That's just from a scientific standpoint, that's kind of paradoxical. So yeah. what <clears throat> I will tell you that... Uh, since some of these negative studies on fish oil, uh, the supplement industry is seeing a decline in people taking fish oil. Yeah. Because there are a lot of headlines saying, oh, fish oil trials, disappointing. Uh, do you remember the Times had a lot of negative stuff yes. on fish oil? Yeah. Like, why are people bothering to take it? It's not really working. Now, all of a sudden, hello, it does work. It does work. Yes. Okay. Uh, yes. One thing that did not seem to prevent, there was no benefit for stroke. And that kind of parallels what happens to the Eskimos, is the Eskimos don't have less strokes. They have slightly higher risk of hemorrhagic strokes. Oh, thinner blood. Thinner blood. Blood's too thin. So, so Too much know, whale blubber. <laughs> yeah, I mean, if you... Too much omega-3. I mean, if you consume the equivalent of like... It's like you know, 80% 20 capsules of, of fish oil. The Inuits are might, eating that much You blubber. might have very yeah. thin blood. You might be more prone to a hemorrhagic stroke. Yeah. So, you know, it's like too much too much aspirin, too much blood thinners. Mm. Well, aspirin prevents against most types of strokes, but it also mm-hmm. encourages, uh, paradoxically, the other type of bleeding stroke. Mm. Uh, but, okay. So, uh, let's just leave it at that. There's more to be said on this, but I just wanted to announce that because yeah. uh, it uh, finally is vindication for something that we've mm-hmm. known for a long time has so many cardiovascular benefits, and I've written about it Um you know, in journals and in the face of some, I think, skepticism from the medical establishment and also from the media. The media has recently been hostile to fish oil. Well, look at their advertising. Oh, yeah. especially the evening news. Yeah, yeah. You know, ask your doctor about so-and-so drug. Right. And may cause suicidal thoughts, may cause you to the more, die. The more expensive, the better. <laughs> exactly. And all the while you see people just happy and going about their lives. What I like, it, speaking of which, <laughs> I, it's funny because I, just, I, I always see these ads for ulcerative colitis. And what are they doing? They're going to the fair and they're eating like a chili dog. Oh, yeah. And know? then looking for a bathroom. And looking for a bathroom. So... <laughs> Is the idea that you take the drug so that you can eat like a chili dog or you yeah. can eat, oh, or pizza. Right. Making pizza. So here's a new, there's another ad now for a very expensive drug, Tessabri. Uh-huh. No, not Tessabri. Um, something, Tessabri is another medication. But it's it's an immunosuppressive drug used for psoriasis. Very powerful drug. Mm-hmm. Um, and what do they show during that fluff thing where they read all the side effects? The guy with the psoriasis is he has a pasta maker. Oh, and he's my. making pasta. Oh, boy. Now, wouldn't it be the first thing gluten. that you would tell a patient, you know, <laughs> who's got psoriasis? What are you like, doing with that gluten? Stop eating gluten. <laughs> yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. Okay, yeah, but yeah. no, you, you could take this drug uh-huh. and you can, you can make right. pasta. And, you know, he's happy because he can make his, his he can yeah. use the pasta machine to make the pasta. On a lower Homemade end pasta. ad, Larry the Cable Guy eating a big chili dog, but taking Pepsid first right. so he doesn't suffer the consequences later. So take your Pepsid and eat whatever you dang well please. Or Zantec, which we now uh, know is contaminated with NMDA. Oh my, uh, yeah. Is, I was know. reading something about that. Wow. Yeah. 
Wow, 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 wow. So I'm glad there's vindication. Fish oil supplements are indeed helpful. Yeah. So even though Big Pharma continues to tout their own products. Well, you know, look, I mean, uh, I'm not knocking their product. I mean, they have good clinicals. Yeah. And if you want to get it from your doctor. And, and if you, you want know, to pay that much. Well, but you, wow. when it's covered by insurance. Ah, right. It's like you're not paying, but in effect you're paying because you paid an insurance premium and or the government is paying, you know. Well, one way it. or another, they're paying for it because they're paying that monthly premium. Yeah. So it's, it's indirect. It's uh, it, free. Kind can, of. Free can have certain hidden costs. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So um, mm -hmm. anyway, let's move on to questions. Two questions. We have one from Tom. Uh your podcasts are stellar and a beacon of hope amidst the medical misinformation spread by mainstream media. There you go, Dr. Hoffman. I Tom wrote, said it. And I Tom is a registered that. nurse. Oh, no. Oh. Tom is a registered okay. so nurse. It's an, that's not a shill. That's an no, actual it's not a person shill. said that. Okay. Yeah. Tom is, is actually a retired acute dialysis nurse. Oh, excellent. That's now, great to hear. Interestingly, and here's the irony. Yes. He has relentless kidney stones. Oh, man. Yeah. That's like karmic revenge. He Honestly, works, what's going on? He works in the on? dialysis. Yeah. yeah you know, and yeah. he's got these chronic kidney stones. I started testing the pH of my urine with a laboratory-grade pH meter and discovered that despite avoiding oxalate and consuming lots of water and citrate, that my urine pH was only a four and a half. Very alkaline. Yeah. Oh, very acid. Very, very acid. acid. Very sorry, acid. acid. So my research indicates that calcium oxalate stones can only form if urine pH is less than five and a half. So I began taking handfuls of potassium bicarbonate two, three times a and, day. And that's one of the strategies. Yeah, and he's been able to remain stone-free for about six months. Okay, good. The question Tom and has... by the way, that's a, medi that's a prescription medication. Yeah, that is. You can't get yeah. it at the health food store. Right, right. Question uh, for you is, why am I creating so much acid? I'm gluten-free, I'm dairy-free due to psoriatic arthritis, and I also have type 2 diabetes. Would getting an organic acid urine test be of value? I also have trimethylaminuria okay. to confuse. It, 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 it's, it's a confounder. I mean, it doesn't speak, I don't think, to the issue of the acidity. Yeah. Um, you know, this is something we'd have to analyze this person for. Type 2 diabetes, psoriatic oh. arthritis, oh, yeah. trimethylaminuria. Huh. Well, yeah. You know, I think diabetes per se is a state where you could have higher uric acid. Ineffective metabolism. Uh, and, you know, maybe there's some uh, energetic stasis that allows lactic acid to accumulate, you know, because mm -hmm. of uncoupling of energy um, uh, metabolism. Yeah. Uh, you know, they say that diabetes is not just a sugar disease. It's a metabolic disorder where there's just an uncoupling of um, it, poor energy burning, basically. Yeah. And, you know. So that's why diabetics right. are fatigued. Maybe there's mm -hmm. some uh, acidity, maybe poor circulation, and some you know, I don't know. It, a lot of possibilities there. So let's talk about this tri tri trimethylaminuria. Trimethylaminuria, a very interesting disorder. Mm -hmm. It's a fish smell disorder. Yeah. And you, there's people who smell fishy. They have yeah. fishy body odor, and uh, they have. Uh, a, a defect, a genetic defect in their ability to break down uh, trimethylamine, mm -hmm. Uh, mm -hmm. TMA, mm -hmm. uh, which is a little different than TMAO. Right. TMAO is... 
Which uh, I think is on the verge of being debunked, a, a cardio, by the way. Thought to be cardiovascular yeah. risk. TMA yeah. is, um, you know, if you don't have the right genes, you don't break down um, basically choline. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. Choline, choline Hence is Hence the fishy odor. So what you Possibly. need to do is you need to be on a low choline diet, which is not great because no, you need choline, choline, choline brain. is really important for the brain. Oh, my yeah. goodness. But, you know, uh, it's a conundrum. Is Do you want to be a social pariah? Because, mm. by the way, the disease is not um, going to kill you, and it doesn't cause kidney stones, to my knowledge. Mm-hmm. And it just merely makes you, you're, you're healthy, but you're smelly. Yeah, you're healthy, but you're smelly. Tom, what we do know about relentless... Uh, oxalate stones is you need to take better care of microbiota if you're not already doing Very good, so. Yeah. Uh, look at uh, oxalobacter. Oxalobacter, yes, That's yes. That's a, 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 yeah. a gastro... Formagenes. Oxalobacter formagenes is the species you want more of. How do you populate that? You take a lot of different lactobacillus species and a lot of bifidobacterium species. I should revive an old kidney stones you know, article I'll, now. I'll bet you that within the next decade there will be a probiotic for people with kidney stones. That I hope will, so. Because, but they, We're seeing more and more kidney they, stones. They have to research it, safety test it, yeah. get an approval because it is a bacteria. We don't want a bacteria to be people to be taking it that just has some harmful effect on the body. So it's going to yeah. take a long time for that to achieve approval. Mm-hmm. But it actually helps with metabolism of oxalate. Yeah. Um, the other thing, you know, maldigestion, steatorrhea, can cause uh, oxalate stones. You know, people who have a short gut syndrome, mm. uh, they have mm-hmm. steatorrhea and they get stones more. People with ulcerative colitis, yeah. for example, or yeah. people who've had uh, intestinal mm-hmm. uh, surgery. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, <clears throat> hydrate, 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 of course. Mm-hmm. I mean, it mm-hmm. goes without saying. Take some probiotics to see if you can't get your gut to have more of that species. The, uh, uh, he takes back to he takes potassium uh, potassium bicarb bicarb mm-hmm. right okay and was able to remain stone free for nearly six months okay but yeah it's still uh, going this way well that's a, that's a challenging case mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. but you know why is he type two diabetic I mean is he not tried exactly. a exactly uh, and autoimmune with very low carb diet you mm-hmm. know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's gluten-free, dairy-free for the psoriatic arthritis. But I'm not sure whether he's, when good. he says gluten-free, he might be having a lot of gluten-free... Exactly. You know, and if you're having a, a moderate muffins, carb diet, that's not helping the diabetes. And things like that. You know. Which then can mess with with your microbiome enough. Diabetics have a different microbiome than people mm-hmm. without diabetes as well. So this is... Um, okay. It's interesting. Good point at which to pause and allow one of our sponsors an opportunity to share this vital message with you. So... Here goes, listen up. This episode of Intelligent Medicine is brought to you by Propax with NT Factor, a complete vitamin and mineral formula. NT Factor is the only nutritional formula clinically proven to reduce fatigue, whatever the cause, whether it be age, illness, or just being run down. NT Factor repairs damaged cells, restores healthy bacteria in your digestive tract. Clinical trials have shown NT Factor reduces fatigue by almost half, and it even reverses some symptoms of aging. I've been taking NT Factor for years, and now the 45-day money-back guarantee you have nothing to lose. To order, call 800-982-9158. That's 800-982-9158. Or go to ntfactor.com. That's ntfactor.com. Thanks for listening. Thanks for supporting our sponsors. They are what make Intelligent Medicine a continuing free resource to you. And also, there's some very, very, very fine products. We vet them carefully. 
Uh, we also make many of these products available to you via Fullscript, so uh, check out drhoffmanstore.com, sign up for Fullscript, and uh, there you can shop for uh, some of the uh, really uh, physician-quality products that uh, the very self-same products that we prescribe to our patients, Layla and I, yeah, uh, and that are now available to you via mm -hmm. Fullscript. It's um, a unique opportunity to get the highest quality supplements at great prices with uh, great service and delivery. Um, don't go to Amazon. Don't go to, you know, just let me, a no. little advertisement here is, uh, yeah. use Fullscript to get really high quality supplements because they actually pay attention to, they don't onboard everything. Mm -hmm. They, they're not mercenary. They no, say, they're just, show me, they're discerning. So show me the, the certificate, certificates of quality. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, also the, these products are physician recommended. So yeah. they don't just, you know, come off the, you know, store of discount, uh, the shelves of discount, uh, drugstores. Mm -hmm. um, there's no uh, really wacky, crazy products that have, you know, uh, hidden uh, Viagra in them or some, you know, like oh or, my. Or, or weight loss products that have speed in them or, you know, dangerous mm -hmm. products. Um, and, you know, like weight loss products used to be back in the 60s. And also, yeah, right. The real deal. Have some speed. Yeah, right. <laughs> uh, but, also, with all the revelations about counterfeit products on Amazon, you don't know what you're getting. Yeah. Amazon's an aggregator. They don't care. They, yeah. they, I mean, they, they really, it's like whack-a-mole for them to try and keep... Really, right. You know, right. If, if, if a product kills someone outright, they'll take it off the market. But if mm -hmm. it's like a little, if it's a bad quality product, they'll say, hey... And that's prone to fraud. Yeah. All of it. Yeah. So, they're not, they're not really testing anything at all. It's just... Yeah. A place for you to go get. It's the jungle. It's the jungle. You know the song? Welcome to the jungle. Yeah. <laughs> yeah <right. laughs> oh, my so gosh. Motley Crue. Oh. So, we have a question from Caroline. No, that's Motley Crue. That's... I don't know who that is. Oh. I don't know who that is. Yeah. I know Bungle in the Jungle by... Uh, oh, it takes us back. By... Uh, uh, okay. So, Caroline writes... Hi, Dr. Hoffman. I have a question for you regarding two supplements, both of which you've mentioned on previous shows. I tried berberine for the past year after hearing you describe a successful trial done with diabetics, which resulted in their A1C being lowered. Although I'm not diabetic, I followed the protocol along with my normal low-carb diet, but was disappointed to see my A1C only drop from 6.0 to 5.9. Hmm. Caroline, you're teetering closer to diabetes than you think think you need to lower those carbs more if it only went from a 6.0 to a 5.9. What was the dietary intervention again? Uh, she's on a normal low-carb diet, but she took berberine and to see if her A1C would drop lower, but it dropped from a 6.0 oh, to a 5.9. It's helped a little bit. What Caroline did see was an amazing drop in her cholesterol from 240 to 193. Guns and Roses. It was Guns and Roses? Okay. <laughs> you just looked that up, didn't you? <laughs> I had to jog my memory. <laughs> so my cholesterol dropped from 240 to 193, which I assume was due to the berberine because nothing else changed for me. I thought the supplement bergamot was the one you recommended to lower cholesterol. So my cholesterol, question, yeah. my question is but whether... So berberine will also lower cholesterol. Yeah. So which of the two supplements, bergamot or berberine, would be the best to lower cholesterol or could, would you recommend either to lower A1C? Can both supplements be taken you together, know, or is it, that overkill? It depends. Yeah. On you could take them both. Uh, you by know, the there's way. some people who are. When it comes to blood sugar products, they're different. People respond to different things. Uh, yeah. Gymnema, 
help some people. Oh, remember es- Chimnema? Especially yeah. when there's a problem with not enough insulin production. But mm-hmm. when there's overproduction of insulin and insulin resistance, berberine is helpful. Yeah. Um, so, you know, chromium can be helpful for people, usually people who underproduce insulin. Mm-hmm. It's not so much for insulin resistance. Mm-hmm. Um, but more to help regulate the blood sugar. Yeah. Also used in depression, chromium. Yeah. Not as much anymore, but I think way back when... Uh, you know, what's her exercise level? What's her, does she tell us anything about her weight yeah. or height or body mass? No. Uh, fat lean ratio? No. Uh, diet but, composition other than that she's on a low... What she terms a low-carb diet. A normal low-carb diet. Which may not be a low-carb diet. Yeah. It may yeah. not be low-carb enough. That's true. But the drop in the cholesterol could be due to the berberine. But bergamot is also used for that. You could use both. I would continue the berberine, Caroline, and really check your diet. Because uh, 6.0 to 5.9, whether it, yes, it's a trend in the right direction, but you need to go lower than that. Yeah, you want to go like lower to get, than that. Like, you know, 5.5, five, 5.4, five, 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 yes. 5.3. Yes. For optimal, for optimization. Some mm-hmm. people have trouble. And by the way, anemia can affect this too. Yeah. In fact, anemia can. A lot can. of women are anemic. Mm hmm. Mm-hmm. So that would be something, but you can safely take both berberine and bergamot for your cholesterol and B and B. The B and B, right? B and B for <laughs> for cholesterol as well as your A one C. But you could do better with your A one C. I would definitely look to your diet for that. All right. Thank you for that question. And for a great article on what is hemoglobin A1C, we have one in our archives. And we yes. We publish that from time to time. It's a popular article. It's a good one. It explains, yeah. you know, all the ins and outs of hemoglobin A1C. Mm-hmm. We might republish that um, mm-hmm. you know, some week when I'm, whatever, away. Mm-hmm. On vacation or so. Yeah. Charlie writes, is naringenin okay with a torvastatin? Okay. Well, now, so let's first ask, yeah. why would someone take naringenin? Naringenin is the enzyme found in grapefruit. Yes. In citrus, but particularly grapefruit. Right. Would you take it as a supplement? No. Naringenin is the enzyme that slows down detoxification. And right. because it slows down detoxification... It builds up levels of it things. It builds up levels of things like the dose of the drug that you're taking. That's why grapefruit mm-hmm. is often uh, uh, is, is discouraged if you're right. taking... Something like atorvastatin, which is a statin medication for cholesterol. And you know what? It's interesting. It's sort of the mm-hmm. great uh, naringen is sort of the opposite of St. John's wort. St. John's wort works oh, on a yeah. similar pathway to reduce the efficacy of medications because it speeds up the metabolism of that CYP. Yeah. Uh, you know. You know, for that reason, I am never prescribing St. John's wort for anybody. It just interferes well, with too many medications. If, if medications. But if they're not like a simple, yeah. like a young person. Yeah. Who wants to try a non-pharmaceutical way to treat their depression? I like Sammy first. Okay, Sammy or St. St. John's Wort has, yeah. unfortunately, I think, plummeted in popularity because of the recognition that yeah. it's got a lot of drug It interacts with so many things. But, you know. And you know what often happens is somebody starts taking a supplement like St. John's Wort, but then later on they develop something, invariably have to take a prescription med for it, and they're not telling their doctor they're taking St. John's wort, and you should always tell your doctor what you're taking, and especially tell your nutritionist what you're taking. A lot of people despair of telling their doctor what they're taking, because yeah. the doctors just roll their eyes, discourage them, and don't understand the drug don't nutrient interaction. Don't understand, and, and, it's, and it's very, it can be humiliating to be on the other, on the receiving end of that. So there, there yeah. is a little bit of a rationale mm-hmm. for, um, 
taking naringenin. To slow down over people who who detox too fast? No. Um, and, and have a buildup of intermediate, uh, it, intermediate It's been proposed products? as a way to treat metabolic syndrome. Hmm. Um, but, you know, this is not... That's interesting. See, let me see what the conclusion is. The grapefruit diet can help the, the can help metabolic syndrome. Effective naringenin on hypertension, naringenin supplementation found to improve hypertension in obese rats. Okay, good for the rats. We've created a lot of diseases in rats. <laughs> <laughs> there's some really healthy rats in these laboratories. Right, 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 they, right. Know, we cure their cancer. They're you know uh-huh. we, they they they've walked after spinal cord injuries. It's amazing. Um, they say okay. What else? What else? What else? So the proposal is, naringenin, you know, seems to I mean, that, have some. That, that's why they but, don't but that's have why, you grapefruit know, in hospitals. They don't even serve grapefruit or grapefruit juice in hospitals but because it I think grapefruit is, so many, is healthy. It is. I love grapefruit. You know, they say eat a grape. You know, the grapefruit diet grapefruit. where you're supposed to eat a grapefruit before you start eating anything, yeah. and it kind of fills you up. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. So the conclusion. Mm-hmm. I'm just trying to get the bottom line. Mm-hmm. Further, what they're saying is. Further clinical investigation should be carried out with naringenin in metabolic diseases. That's their conclusion. Well, that's the that's the last sentence of every scientific study. More research. More research is needed. That means keep the money coming. Send people. money. Send money. <laughs> we need more grants. <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> it's an antioxidant. So right. you know, we're yeah. not saying don't eat. The, the grapefruit industry has been devastated because of that. Just like yeah. with St. John's Wort, because people are afraid to have grapefruits now. Yeah. But I, you don't want to take grapefruit if you're taking a statin. Charlie's taking right. a statin. Oh, no, I, I agree. You know, I've had people come in and say, well, I eat my grapefruit at 7.30 in the morning and I don't take my Lipitor until 8 o'clock at night. Ah, but still, I don't know. One thought is that it could act as hamburger helper for statins. Like someone mm. who might ordinarily require 40 milligrams of a statin, if they have like Five milligrams or ten milligrams. If they took a grapefruit every day, it would boost it. It, it would potentiate it. Right. It would potentiate it by slowing right, the right. detox. Interesting. Yeah. I don't yeah. know. Uh, it. I, it's hard to get people to do anything reliably on a daily basis. So it'd probably mm-hmm. be best to avoid it if you're on meds. Yeah. On uh, and yeah. also certain other hypertensive meds can be affected by yeah. that. So check with your pharmacist. You can actually look it up there now. Look for grapefruit interactions. You mm-hmm. can see a list of medications that might be affected. You know, many people are taking something. They say, oh, my goodness, I'm taking, I don't know, Lexapro. Will, will, can I have a grapefruit? Mm. Look it up. Yeah, look, look it, it up. up. You know, you could also go to drugs.com. Right. It's, it's a very useful website, drugs.com, and look it up. And there's a whole lot of information there for you, too. Okay. Well, we so have fun. Charlie, uh, thanks for your question. Interesting questions. We have a couple more in the mailbag, but uh, keep them coming. Yeah. Radio program at AOL.com, the destination for questions. And uh, we'll be back to um, field your inquiries next week. Thank you, Layla, for joining us. Thanks, Dr. Hoffman. Thanks, everybody. I'm Dr. Ronald Hoffman, and this is the Intelligent Medicine Podcast. This is Layla Mutin, RD. I see patients regularly along with Dr. Hoffman. If you require a nutrition consult with me but live out of town, there's no need to travel to New York City. I have telephone consultations with clients from all over the country. Please visit drhoffman.com for more information. And to set up an appointment, call 212-779-1744. That's 212-779-1744. I look forward to being a collaborator 
in your health care.